The Oklahoma Sooners get set to take on the UCF Knights Saturday morning at 11 a.m. in Norman. Michael Boganowski commits to Oklahoma. We'll talk about all of that. Give our predictions for game day on today's episode of Locked On Sooners. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Sooner Nation? Welcome to Locked On Sooners, and thank you for making Locked On Sooners your first listen every single day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. My buddy here is Josh Helmer. You can follow him on Twitter at JoshOnRef. You can also hear him Monday through Friday from 9 to noon on 94.7 The Ref in Norman. And Josh, we got a game day situation to talk about. The Oklahoma Sooners take on the UCF Knights. And let's start on the offensive side of the ball because that's an area where Oklahoma has been rolling, especially through the air. But coming up against a UCF team that is a little bit vulnerable on the ground, potentially this is an opportunity for the Sooners to get some things going in the running game. Where does it start for you as Oklahoma prepares to take on the Knights? Well, I think right there. I'd love to see Oklahoma and that rushing attack really show us that they can deliver an elite performance nationally, right, relative to what kind of the numbers typically look like against uh, defenses defenses out there, but sort of a run-of-the-mill performance versus this UCF defense who's been giving up a bunch of yards on the ground to everybody. So, yeah, whatever that formula looks like, I'd love to see – more of the traditional run game in the sense that it's not quarterback run game that we're talking about uh, in addition to supplement that quarterback run game for Oklahoma. So you kind of feel like Dylan Gabriel is going to get his because that's a key component and just a part of what Oklahoma offensively is going to do in the ground game. But yeah, I mean, I'd I'd very much like to see major or Tommy Walker or Sawchuck. I'd like to see those, those three guys really kind of run wild against UCF because again, Everybody has been running wild against UCF. And if they're going to get it going, coming out of the bye week, now's the time to get that running game going. And this is a team that they should be able to run the football against. It's not unreasonable to come into this thing expecting Oklahoma to have success on the ground. But as good as they've been, through the air, you don't want to necessarily take the ball out of Dylan Gabriel's hands as well. He's been electric at home in particular. He's averaging 287 yards passing per game. He's averaging four total touchdowns per game at home. So, I mean, even if the Oklahoma isn't able to get the run game going, I think we'd all be pretty disappointed. I feel pretty confident in the offense's ability to throw the football. And we're going to get a an extended look, presumably, of Nick Anderson in a bigger role with Andrew Anthony going out. He was the next man up whenever uh, Oklahoma needed to supplement Andrew Anthony's snap count against Texas. It was Nick Anderson. The dude leads the team in touchdown receptions already as a, a rotational player. It's going to be interesting to see, is he able to kind of take off a little bit more with a more significant role? Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, obviously nobody wants to see Andrew Anthony hurt. He's having a, a magical season individually for himself. He was Oklahoma's 
leading receiver to this point. So it's a big time loss and I don't want to downplay it. And I don't want to take away anything from what Andrew Anthony was accomplishing in a breakout season for himself, but Oklahoma fans will be in a negative situation. You're always as a fan looking glass half full and Oklahoma fans will be excited, right? To see a little bit more of the man that caught the game winning touchdown versus the, the Texas Longhorns a little bit more of the sophomore receiver that appears like he's on his own little breakout trajectory. The the question will be what happens beyond that, right? Does, does this turn into a shortening of the bench situation? If I can use a basketball term for a group of football wide receivers for Oklahoma, or does this mean that now all of a sudden we're going to see some more Jacquez Petaway and in uh, others down the line for Oklahoma? What do you think? Well, I know we've been seeing quite a bit more Jaden Gibson. It seemed like he was kind of the fourth guy in the outside wide receiver rotation. So I expect we'll see him, you know, if Nick Anderson, again, presumably Nick Anderson steps into Angel Anthony's spot, Jaden Gibson steps into Nick Anderson's spot, who was again, that third outside wide receiver. Uh, you expect Gavin Freeman to still back up Drake Stoops. And then we saw Jaquez Petaway getting opportunities in the slot uh, whenever Drake Stoops went out. I want to say, what, the second game of the season, or maybe it was the first game of the season. Uh, but, you know, Petaway stepped in as kind of that second or third, you know, slot wide receiver. I think we'll see more Brennan Thompson if he's healthy and available. Then we'll get to see a little bit more of him on the outside. So the, the depth is there. It's just you're going to be shortened just because you're missing Angela Anthony. But I think it just kind of bumps everybody up in their role just a little bit more. But through the first you know six games of the season, I think we'd started to solidify what everybody's roles on the team were. Well, now it's just, OK, you're getting a little bit more of the, the snap count, a little bit more of the pie uh, than what you were getting previously. So I'm encouraged there along the offensive line. You're seeing a new guy stepping in, presumably at right guard. Caleb Schaefer was named a captain for this week, spoke with the media, stepped in for McCade Mattire and played well uh, against Texas. It seems like he's going to be starting at right guard. Left guard seems maybe a little bit more up in the air, although most people think it's going to be Caden Green based on the way he played against Texas. Savion Bird's back. Troy Everett's also rotated in there at left guard as well. But the offensive line kind of taking uh, – having a little bit of question mark coming into this week, but I think everybody expects it's still going to be a pretty good unit. Yeah. They've got an or atop the depth chart right now uh, in the game notes, at least for this week, Oklahoma, Troy Everett or Caden green. I, I would think it's going to be a heavy dose of Caden green, but who knows, right? I mean, how much experimentation do we see from Oklahoma along its interior? Do we see a good, healthy bit of Schaefer who again, has been a, named a captain this week, but do we see a good bit of Schaefer and, oh, by the way, Bird at right guard? And do we see a good bit of both Everett and Green at left guard? The or on the depth chart would signal that, okay, maybe right there, but, I mean, it could be a lot of all four of those guys. And if you're having success in a bunch of it on the ground, you know, throughout the entirety of this game, and if some of that is, again, obviously along the interior – then I don't know. It's going to be curious to kind of watch. Does that make Oklahoma say, okay, we found, uh, let's just say hypothetically, Green and Schaefer, and it's working early, so we're going to continue to ride those guys and give them a bunch of reps in this game? Or do they just want to play everybody? I think that's kind of an interesting storyline within the run game itself for Oklahoma. Well, I think that we've seen that they will 
they're willing to play a group of guys and rotate them in, keep them fresh, especially as they want to play fast. They want to give some of their backups opportunities to get some snaps in the game. This is just an opportunity to see more guys because, I mean, you've seen all these guys so far this year. You just get more of an opportunity to see those four dudes and plug and play and figure out what the best combination is for you. Again, Caden Green's still a young player at the collegiate level. And yes, he's he played well against Texas you know, in, in a urgent situation, let's see what he does with a week of preparation or sorry, two weeks of preparation to get ready for UCF. But then you got veteran guys and Troy Everett and, you know, Caleb Schaefer have played a ton of college football. It's good to have those as kind of at the very least your fallback options at the guard positions. If say Savion Bird and Caden Green just aren't really up to handling a full-time load, you've got some really solid uh, potential options in you know, uh, in Everett and Schaefer, but I think Schaefer's probably going to end up starting at right guard, uh, which gives them a big physical dude. We're going to talk through some of the defensive storylines coming into this game coming up here in a second. We'll get into Michael Boganowski a little bit later in the show as well. But first, UCF defense. What does Oklahoma's Danny Stutzman and company got to do to slow down the UCF Knights rushing attack? And if you're like me, Man, there are times where I'm trying to go to sleep at night and I'm struggling because my mind is just racing, 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 either racing with the the thoughts of maybe areas I made mistakes in relationships. I, I said the wrong thing. And so now I'm just concerned about, okay, what's my relationship status with that person? Not like on MySpace or Facebook, what your relationship status is, but just how, you know, you maybe had a poor interaction with somebody. It happens to all of us all the time where the thing that we said wasn't the thing we meant to say, or it came out in the wrong way, but it can keep you up at night or it can keep you just stressing or sweating. Sometimes it's better to have somebody to talk to about that. And that's where better, better help comes in play. If you've ever considered counseling or ever considered getting therapy, this is a great time to look into that. BetterHelp can help you get your brain out of its own way. If you're knowing what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it, sometimes therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work it out for yourself instead of work against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if you need to switch therapists at any time, you can do that with BetterHelp for no additional charge. So go to BetterHelp, make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash college today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on college today with better help. And it's time to snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel. That's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets win or lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel hey there's no better time than now to get in on the action the app uh, this is uh, something you'll be happy about it's easy to use very easy wide range of betting options including spreads player props over-unders and more so visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season in style that's FanDuel an official partner of the NFL and just for those uh, curious the the number right now Oklahoma healthy little margin on the FanDuel Sportsbook. 
the uh, 17.5-point spread in favor of Oklahoma. They are minus 900 uh, money line in this thing, over under 67.5. Let's hope there's not too many points scored for UCF, but uh, Oklahoma could, if things go according to plan, take up a, a nice piece of that 67.5 for you. But FanDuel.com backslash locked on where you can get locked in right now today and kick off again the nfl season in style or jump into some college football fun as well FanDuel again an official partner of the nfl a few little notes here on the betting side of things the ucf knights they're coming in five and one against the point spread or against the point total i should say and the oklahoma sooners are four and two against the point total so if you're thinking of betting the over under i mean the the numbers the the records against the points would say lean the over in this one but i mean i think oklahoma is going to play a big factor in that part of things but let's talk about what oklahoma's defense has to do to slow down a very very good ucf knights rushing attack i mean it's it's going to be a lot of quarterback run game with plumley it's going to be you know a lot of rotating running backs if ucf is able to have success on the ground that works a lot against Oklahoma and what they want to do. They want to be a pressure team. They want to get pressure on the quarterback. They want to force you into second, third, and long situations. I mean, it all starts up front with the, the front seven and the defensive backs in addition and stopping the run. The cliche is read your keys, but that's going to be especially important for Oklahoma this week to where you get carried away, not sticking assignment sound, watching the football, sticking with the quarterback, and all of a sudden you follow the running back instead, and the quarterback pulls it and keeps it, and Rice Plumley is off for a big-time chunk run or maybe to the end zone. So it starts there for me. Just, just play to your assignment. Don't overthink it, and don't let Rice Plumley get ahead a of steam, which, again, is I, I get it easier said than done, but I think that's kind of the big thing in this game is if – you could be assignment sound, read your keys, don't let the quarterback run game kill you. The, the quarterback read option game or the designed quarterback run game, John, if you could be successful at those two things, defensively, Oklahoma is going to have a good day. Well, I think this is the difference between this year and last year is one, they're playing much more assignment sound and they're just better athletically and they're faster than what they were a year ago with guys like Jaron Kanick and Kip Lewis and the way that Danny Stutzman's playing ball you trust your linebackers to be able to one read their assignments and play and stick to them. And then two, get to the quarterback. If he does decide to pull it and break outside, you've got the speed on, on defense to be able to make those plays. I think this game really sets up for Oklahoma to dominate if they're able to control the run game, because if they if, UCF is forced to throw the football, that's going to play right into what Oklahoma wants to do. And that's blitz and blitz and blitz and blitz. And again, when they do drop back to pass and you do blitz, you got to still maintain your rush lanes to not allow the quarterback to get outside and get outside of contain and pick up big yards. We saw a big run by Emory Jones in the Cincinnati game, but otherwise they were pretty good at containing Emory Jones. Quinn Ewers had been running the football pretty well this year. They did a really good job containing him in the quarterback run game as well. So I like Oklahoma's chances to slow down UCS rushing attack in this one, just because they're better athletically, they're faster and they play better team defense than what they did last year. Everybody's doing their job. And that's what's making them so successful. Are there times where they just get beat? Sure, there are. But all in all, 
throughout the entirety of a game. This is a defense that makes plays and wins football games for this team. What do we know in terms of the health status for guys up front along Oklahoma's defensive line going into this thing? I mean, from what I understand, I mean, they, they seem like they're, they're full go. I, I don't know of any guys that are going to be limited going into this one. It seems like they came out of that and, and they came out of the first six weeks of the season relatively healthy. Uh, is there something you've heard that I'm maybe missing out on? I thought uh, at the end of the Texas game that uh, maybe Terry or Lacey, uh, you know, took a couple of shots or, or something, but uh, sounds like they're good, right? That uh, if, if they were a little – little dinged up that uh, it's it's not something that two weeks can't help fix reason i i asked that question is just because each of those two guys along with ethan downs and others it was the best performance collectively up front of the season for oklahoma and if that defensive line that showed up versus texas shows up the rest of the way john then i think we are and we, the makings are already there but i think we're we're in for a special season for Oklahoma, if that's the case. And I think that's, again, obviously another big key in this game is for those guys, they've been, for the most part, very, very good against the run. They're going to be asked to be very, very good against the run, too. But, I mean, if you start mixing in the TFLs and the pass rushing numbers that Oklahoma had versus uh, Texas a couple of weeks ago, John, I think we're in for this defense to take even another leap from where it's been. So I'm just – you know, however you want to define that as a key for this game for Oklahoma, that's something I'm curious to watch unfold is just collectively that defensive line. Can they can they start to consistently match what we saw versus Texas, which I thought across the board was a breakout performance from that group? So let's get into some predictions before we talk Michael Boganowski here, Josh. What do you think is going to happen in this game? What's your score prediction for Oklahoma versus UCF? I expect Oklahoma to put a bunch of points up. And uh, I do think probably UCF, uh, what they can do with the the rushing attack, and particularly with the quarterback run game, probably they're going to pop you on a couple, right? Just because they're really effective at running the football and assuming that Rice Plumley is healthy, they're going to get you a time or two. But I look for Oklahoma to have, by and large, another successful day, slowing down UCF. I think this uh, has the makings for Oklahoma to cover that number of uh, 17 and a half. It's been 18 and a half. It's 17 and a half with FanDuel Sportsbook right now. But uh, I, I think Oklahoma, efficient offensive day, take care of the football at home. If they do that, I look for Oklahoma to be in the 40s. I'm thinking something like 45-24, 45-21 in that neighborhood. I'll say, uh, I'll say 45-21 just so we can all feel good about things. Yeah, I'm going 48-17. That's the prediction I logged with Sooners Wire when I, we did our staff predictions uh, today. I just think it's going to be one of those games where, okay, Oklahoma's going to be able to stop the run with Dejan, with uh, Jonah Laula, with Jacob Lacey, Ethan Downs, Rondo Bothroyd. They're playing the run as well as anybody in the country. Oklahoma comes into this thing. Number 29 ranked run defense, allowing just 113.7 yards per game, 3.3 yards per carry. That's fantastic. And against, I mean, and that number bolstered because you went up against a really good running offense against Texas and you were able to slow them down at times. I think you're going to be able to do really good work this week against, against UCF. So give me Oklahoma 48, 17, they'll get a couple drives together at times, but as we've seen from this defense, they rebound and they're able to correct mistakes mid game, mid, you know, 
at halftime or even sometimes in the second quarter and adjust to what their opponents are doing. But yeah, you, there you have it. You got Josh's prediction. What was it again? 45-21? Yeah, and you're starting to talk me down. Maybe 45-17. I just, I, I'm kind of mixing in a, a late score that doesn't really matter that much for, for UCF in this game. But I, I just expect Oklahoma, by and large, I think we're going to be feeling good coming out of it. Whatever the score may be, I think Oklahoma is going to have a lot of success offensively, particularly rushing the football. I think this will be a breakout day for Oklahoma in that regard. I think they're going to put a bunch of points up. So I'm saying 45. I feel good about it. Maybe more than that for Oklahoma. And I'll say 21 for UCF, but uh, it might be less than that for the Knights. Yeah. Positive vibes is what Josh is uh, uh, predicting there for for Oklahoma and I am I am as well I, I I totally see where the late score could come in what we don't have to predict anymore is where Michael Boganowski is headed we got a commitment from him to Oklahoma we'll talk about that next and man if you haven't tried bird dogs now is that time of year to get in on that action the heaters are turning on it's getting hot in your house you want something cool to wear comfortable to wear to be able to lounge around the house Go check out birddogs.com. Use our promo code locked on college and get some comfortable fitting pants, shorts to be able to wear around the house and stay both warm and cool. I know that that sounds like an oxymoron, but you know, when you've got the heater going, you don't want to be real constricted. You want to have something that's breathable, that's going to be comfortable for you to wear and also provide you a little bit of support while you're doing that. But also at the same time, you need your legs covered and cool because maybe you're like maybe my mom and dad were growing up and you keep that keep that air turned down pretty low and it gets a little bit cool and drafty in the house. Well, you also want your legs covered up. Well, Bird Dogs makes great pants that fit well, make you look good and are comfortable to wear too. They keep you cool and comfortable what, throughout any season. They're great in the summertime, great in the wintertime as well. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. Use our promo code locked on college and you can get a free Yeti style water bottle. I'm sorry, not Yeti style, but a free water bottle with the Bird Dogs logo. It looks clean and slick. You'll want to get that one. And then you won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Again, go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college. Josh, the Oklahoma Sooners get another commitment in the 2024 recruiting cycle. It just seems like it's all positive vibes for Oklahoma on the recruiting trail. This time it's Michael Boganowski, the number one player in the state of Kansas, coming to the Sooners, beating out Kansas State and Kansas. And to a little bit lesser extent, Florida State. Uh, this one always felt more like a regional commit or recruitment, but Florida State got in on the action as well. This dude's an athletic player. It's going to be able to either be your safety, be a cheetah for you, but someone that is very highly thought of. And you know, Brent Venables, his ties to the state of Kansas, you're going to find high quality defensive players in that state. Don't just look at the stars, look at who's recruiting this kid and trust the Brent Venables coaching staff to be able to go and find talent that might be a little bit quote unquote underrated when it comes to the star status. 123 tackles uh, last season for Michael Boganowski, four picks, a forced fumble, and, uh, oh, by the way, a passing touchdown and two rushing scores for Boganowski. That's a high school stat line, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He uh, he could really fly around and uh, wreck some havoc defensively. He's got a big frame to uh, continue to fill out. He's 6'2", 
Uh, 205 is what I'm looking at. Him listed 24-7 sports uh, right now. And he might be a little bit more than that at this point. But, again, 6'2", 205, that can turn into 225, 230 in a hurry. So I can't wait to see what happens once he gets on campus and starts getting into that uh, Schmitty workout system. But, uh, yeah, I really like what he does flying around to the football. I think there's a, a bunch of different things, a bunch of different places Oklahoma could put him defensively. And I love getting the number one player from uh, my home state. Yeah, it's always a, a good sign. Anytime you get the number one player from the state, that uh, I think that may, that means something. That That's a huge get for you. And, you know, it's Oklahoma's 26th commitment in the class. They're still pretty well solidified at number seven in the recruiting class. Still going to be waiting for answers from Eddie Pierre-Louis and Grant Bricks. And who knows who else could be coming down the pipeline. But another big win for Brandon Hall, Jay Valai, and the defense. You know, you get blue chip athletic players that can really, really play and play multiple positions for you. I think that just is going to serve this defense really, really well. And Boganowski, I mean, it's a big win. You know, Kansas State has done a really good job at recruiting these athletic, physical players. And to be able to beat out, you know, Chris Kleiman, a guy who's having a lot of success right now, I think that's a big win, you know, to be able to go into a state and pull the top recruit. So, uh, again, Brent Venables and his staff, they've shown that they can recruit. And now it's just a matter of getting these guys on campus and developing. But, man, the, the track record is starting to build itself with what we're seeing out of the 2022 guys this year, like Jaron Kanick and Kip Lewis, you know, the 2023 guys and Peyton Bowen and, you know, the, back to another 2022 guy, Gentry Williams, you know, those defensive guys that are still underclassmen are really starting to show out for the Sooners and make a difference on this team. And it's only going to continue to self propagate itself as the Sooners have more and more success. Yeah. It's, it's fun to watch it unfold right in front of our eyes and, Toss Boganowski, the the latest name into that mix for Oklahoma. And watching uh, his tape right now, my man likes to hit. And uh, he likes to throw offensive players around, which uh, is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, so we can't wait to get him on campus. we got early signing period, less than two months away at this point. This, this recruiting cycle is going by super fast. But uh, we'll talk more about recruiting as it comes down the pipeline. We'll talk about Oklahoma UCF. We'll be around for uh, an episode this weekend to cover what happens in the game. But we'll be back for our regular schedule next week as well. Be here for Monday night, the 9 p.m. Central Time live show, like we do every single week here on Locked On Sooners, where we take your questions, your comments, and talk about the latest in Oklahoma athletics. Follow Josh on Twitter at Josh on Ref, myself at John Nine Williams. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We're free and available on all platforms and on YouTube. Hit that notification bell to let you know when new episodes drop. But until next time, he's Josh Helmer. I'm John Williams. Boomer Sooner.